Jonathan, what did you say after? Because then I said to Marjorie, I was like, listen, darling, it's not about you. It's not about me, right? It's about your buttery biscuit bait. <gasps> what the fuck? Severe alert. This is an emergency alert to inform you a new episode of A&E Politics is about to enter your ear holes. Do not be alarmed. Bailey is on it, and Samaya is back with the game. Although Adam is still here. God save us all. That is a disgrace. You're reassured, I'm reassured. Not another one! Mistakes were made. Peppa Pig World. Thinks he's Obi-Wan Kenobi. The truth is he's Jabba the Hutt. He lived rent-free in his head. Hello, welcome back to Any Politics. I'm joined today by Emily. As per bloody usual. Uh, Samaya is back. I'm better than ever. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, Bailey is also back in the studio. Hi guys, hi fans. <laughs> hi, I know you've missed me. Um, yeah, I'm back. My tour bus is parked outside. He's paid by the hour, so we're going to make this quick. Um, <laughs> before we get started, how was everyone's week? How was everyone's weekend with the emergency alert? When did it, when did it go off for everyone? Uh, I was on the train on the way to Bristol to uh, see Russell Howard, mm. and it was very funny because um, just before I was with my housemate, lovely Nadia, and she didn't know it was happening, and I went, oh, by the way, any second now, your phone is going to go berserk, and then 10 seconds later, it was it was a ringing, but then on the train, it, was, it went off at different times for everyone, and so yeah. it just kept making me laugh. It would stop, and then they'd be like... It's, it's good to know that if so there was good. a missile attack that some people would find out after the yeah. missile had hit. I just think it's very the funny. What about Samaya? Where were you? I was hit? in Birmingham and Birmingham. I <laughs> I was in this like play thing, like kids space, but like the like oh, the right, shitty like Birmingham area. version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What right? were you doing there? Like I don't know, like a bunch. It was one of my cousin's birthdays, so we like all went. Yeah, oh, I, I was yeah. babysitting, and it was so funny because it's like a bunch of reckless kids running around, and then like the alarm starts going off. <laughs> all these kids are like screaming, and it was all of their Birmingham accents going. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, normally, is it the bomb? <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so funny, and like. I didn't get mine until like five past three, I by the way. So I was thinking before. like- I was like, I'm yeah, me too, online, yeah. Rishi yeah. wants me dead. Uh, um, he, yeah, he was, he was targeted. And the government clearly like, know that I'm uh, extremely anxious. And they were like, <laughs> we'll tell her before. <laughs> I was um, being a dedicated bubble barista. Um, and unfortunately, everyone was just so calm, although I was connected to the Bluetooth speaker. Did it go absolutely bangers? Yeah. And it went off on the Bluetooth speaker, and everyone just like, went like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Fantastic. Well, um, today, on today's show, we've got, we've got quite a lot to get through. So we're going to talk about Biden. Uh, he's announced his re-election. We're going to talk about Diane Abbott, and the Diane Abbott story on the Labour Party in general. Then we're going to talk about Dominic Raab has resigned. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. And then, also, Tucker Carlson, Mr. Sexy Boots, uh, M&Ms aren't sexy enough for him, has resigned, has been fired from Fox News, and we've got a game related to that at the end of the show that Samaya's brought us today. So, uh, to, to kind of dive into the news, um, also just before we get to it, um, Lily has run London Marathon. She did it in just under five hours, and just the... Clapping is going to sound so good on the podcast. Um, so well, well done, Lily. Uh, if you still want to donate, you still can. The links are in the link tree for our uh, pod. But we just want to say a massive any politics endorsement yeah, well and done. well done to Lily. Well done, Lily. Well Incredible done, Lily. stuff. Um, you're a hero. But yeah, Queen. So, Slay. <laughs> Biden has announced um, his running for election in 2024. He will be, he's already the oldest president ever. He's and running. he would be 86 at the end of his Can you run with term. a Zimmer frame? He was really We're gonna find out. time on that announcement. Hey. He is slowly creeping towards... Um, he announced his re-election. <laughs> he announced his re-election with a tweet. Every... Generation has a moment where they all, where they have to stand up for democracy, to stand up for their fundamental freedoms. I believe this is ours. That's why I'm running for re-election for president for the United States. Join us. Let's finish the job. Surely um, his generation's one was like when that asteroid was coming. Well, no, literally, I find the, the generational <laughs> argument for a man born in the born in the forties is <laughs> exactly. quite funny. Um, He's had so many generational moments. Yeah, exactly. Like. The, he was 18 when the whole like 1968-1969 revolution. Like, well, literally, and, and also that like, was his moment. Babe. I, I, because the in the 2020 campaign, the generational argument was one trying to say that maybe we shouldn't give it to another old white guy, mm. and now he's trying to make the generational argument one of his generation, which I think is quite funny. You know, more power to him. Um, the 
Kamala Harris will be his running mate again. Kamala. Kamala Harris will be his running mate again. And uh, the message of his campaign is kind of finishing the job. Uh, on that job, Biden has been one of the most successful presidents, legislatively. Yeah, legislatively. Yeah. <laughs> legislatively. I can't say it. Legis- legislatively. Yeah, that's a weird In terms word. of passing bills, um, <laughs> he's passed landmark bills such as the Inflation Reduction Act, which they call the IRA, which is a bit silly that based on that <laughs> all the history of Northern Ireland. Don't call it the IRA. Um, if you and want to know more about that, listen to last week's part. <laughs> exactly. Um, but he's also passed weak, weak, admittedly, gun control measures. Uh, and But all of these bills have been passed despite... Um, the fact that they uh, like limited Senate control and only had control of the House through the first two years. But and also, it's very, very slim margins in both chambers. Most importantly, there was a very funny video of him like falling off a bike. I was about to say. The, the yeah. bike what? video. He fell off a bike. Well, on the bike video. So the, the, main, so the main feature of his, the kind of main issue, I think everyone would agree with Biden, is that he's too old. To no, I think that's his biggest thing. strength. But this is the thing. This is what they're trying to... You can't do anything too crazy. They're trying to twist when he, it. When he into, tripped, tripped on, the, on the stairs of a plane yeah, that was yeah. like ages ago <laughs> sorry I'm just in. watching I'm just watching the video of him falling off the bike <laughs> it was it's giving funny. like Jason Derulo at the Met Gala <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. Right. So, but so also like him and ice cream is really the funny. big issue with his campaign is that he's he's too old. As I said, eighty six at the end of his second term. If he if he won a re-election um, campaign, but he's trying to kind of make that not an issue. And like so, there's lots of videos of him. Like he's quite an active older man. He's cycling and stuff. That's why he fell off the bike. You know, there was that there was that loads of videos when he went to Ukraine, like an active war zone, and he was just sitting on a train on his own, and it looked really cool Bless and like him. stoic in some war movie. It was really like he's trying to make the age issue not an actual issue and as we discussed on last week's show um, the, an argument about Biden being mentally incapacitated because of the fact that he has um, gaffes all the time is a slightly ableist argument because uh, he has a stutter um, I don't think that he's in cognitive decline and I don't think I, I personally don't think he should run again but it's not specifically for age reasons it's for policy reasons on those policy reasons um, he has gone back on some really important promises in the 2020 campaign. Uh, he promised there would be no drilling on American soil, yet they've started drilling in Alaska, which is obviously is that on American soils soil. Is in like going into the ground or like fun dance raves? As in, <laughs> as in when you uh, at swim school when you do your float drills at the start? No, it's drilling for oil. Uh, I've you worked. Can tell in Adam <laughs> was like, I have a pun. I have a pun. <laughs> I've worked. Hey in- guys, did you know Adam works now? <laughs> <laughs> Also, there is there's a little tidbit, a little behind the scenes piece of information I want to share with everyone is that when we were prepping this yesterday, and um, Adam goes, "How old is he going to be if he wins pre- if he wins the presidential oh, no, election? How this. old would he be?" And he was just, I could see the cogs like eighty two plus four was just not. <laughs> the thing is, I think working. I answered eighty four. Yeah, because no, no, no. then I went no, and you went eighty three. I was like, come on, Adam, come on. Yeah, it was <sighs> embarrassing. I'm not very good at maths. Um, Clearly. So another policy that he went back on is he continued Trump immigration policies, which are some of the most horrible uh, on this opinion show uh, immigration policies the US has ever seen. Uh, The Title 42, for example, which was a COVID era uh, immigration policy, which allowed um, the US government and border force to just deport people without legal claim, basically saying we don't want COVID to spread into the United States. He continued that policy and it continues to this day. Um, So Joe Biden has... And obviously his foreign policy has also looked quite hawkish, so quite aggressive towards lots of, um, like, kind of just, it's been a continuation of Trump in lots of areas that you'd kind of hope for more, um, like, a, a change. And he promised a difference in um, in his outlook and his policy output. But there hasn't been, in my opinion, that policy output, especially in terms of foreign policy and in terms of some really important issues like immigration in the United States. So I don't really want him to run. I think that there's someone younger and someone more, not even necessarily younger. Do you it, think it he might, can run? Like like physically run? Yeah. Yeah, he can run. That's what I was saying about can you run with a Zimmer He strikes frame? me as one of those guys who like runs the marathons he is. and then like he's like really old. You know, like one of those guys. He he strikes me but as But it's that. not like a run, is it? It's like a brisk He definitely walk. does yeah. aqua aerobics. Yeah. He de- no, he definitely does aqua aerobics. He's, a, he's an aqua shoulders aerobics. of the Secret Service personnel. Um... But then ice cream. <laughs> my my preferred candidate for this would be Elizabeth Warren, who's also in her eighties. But she just her, it, my favorite thing about her is her policy is much more left wing. Um, so I I like Marianne Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> Control hurricanes with your mind. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of annoyed that he's running, but he is running, and it looks like uh, it's going to be a Trump Biden rematch, which. 
uh, which will be you know entertaining because it's just a replay of the 2020 election. Uh, and I also do think that if it is Trump, I think Biden has the best chance of beating him because he's beaten him already. And it's that devil you know. We know what Biden's like as president. Mm. It's been more consistent. It's been more sensible than Trump was. But part of the issue with that is on the flip side, oh, we already have him in government in the presidential palaces, whatever you want to call it. Palace. It's a house. I don't need to go out and vote today. I can't be bothered. Someone else would yeah. do it. Like, there's a lack of urgency, and that's the issue with voter turnout. This is the thing. America. We just need to remind, I think, if, if it comes to Biden versus Trump, we need to remind everyone how bad Trump was and the fucking, and what a horrible, horrible president, human being. And also, if he was re-elected after everything that's happened and had another mandate, then... I'd like it would it'd be somehow even worse than it was before. So mm. um, obviously, I think and he might be in prison. So he might know. literally be running from prison and pardoning himself and literally breaking the judicial system in America through trying to pardon himself. But, but it would be funny. Does it'd be fucking <laughs> hilarious. On I would be laughing. <laughs> Not <laughs> On the funny, haha. Funny, funny weird. <laughs> On the age issue, what does everyone else think about if he's too old? Well, just like general thoughts on Biden running again. We'll go around the room, Samaya. Hot take, right? Ooh. And I don't want to sound ageist. He's a granddad and he shouldn't run again. I just like think that, wait, okay, fine. You know what? Two separate things. Number one, I do think he's too old. And like, I remember in A-level politics, um, I don't know if it applies because we're in changing times and it's like become a get Trump out or keep Trump out versus it being like, who's actually the better president. But I remember in A-level politics, like my teacher created this term, which was like American politics is male, pale, and stale. And I don't know if that was like his own like <laughs> thing or if that was like a thing that everyone learned. Mm. But I think that like, if we continue making presidential election or presidential races about keeping Trump out versus what is actually good for the American population, like the culture war is gonna t continue and like you won't get a Democrat leader that is actually for the people, but just one that is visibly votable that will keep Trump. I don't know if I, that makes sense. I, like, I do. I get what you're saying. It's uh, like he's just so another repetition. Like, yeah, he's done well, like legislatively, but he's just another repeat of male, pale, and stale. Like he's just another yeah. old yeah. white president. No, I, and I, like, I do agree with that. And and I just think that there are so many better I, candidates or equally as good candidates that just won't get in because society has turned it into like a race this is why that keeps this is, Trump out. I don't think that's, that's an age thing necessarily because I think that I don't think he should run. I think he should probably retire. He's done a lot of things But I in think his that that's, that's quite a late, that's a bit like, I think that's quite a lazy argument to be like, oh, look, because yeah. you know, like age is just a number. That's, uh, like, I think it's kind of lazy to be like, oh, you're old, like that's enough, yeah. stand down. I think yeah. that's kind of patronizing. And it really is yeah, fine, but And I, um, I really think that that's just a lazy argument. Like it's the argument people go to because everyone looks at him and goes, oh, he's 82, yeah, oh, bless, I've, he's old. I see, I don't I think, think it's, it's lazy. I, I don't think, think it's because of the fact that he's like too old and he just needs to like take a break and retire. I think it's because like we, our generation needs to do more. I, I don't know. I think I, my argument isn't generation. like fully developed, but I, mean, I just to stand think, up for our democracy and freedoms, guys. It's, but just making like, the but generation it's a, I feel like maybe it's a representation thing for me because it's like we seek representation for race and like gender. And I also feel like age is an important thing that we need to be represented for. But maybe that's like doesn't count in this case because he is doing a bit. But I don't know. My, my theory isn't quite fully developed yet. That's just like some takes that I have. But I'd rather him than some 18-year-old spotty kid ha. who doesn't know what's going on. Depends on the kid. Make it's Fortnite yeah, exactly. free for <laughs> yeah. everyone. I don't know. It's free. Just, I we'll make the skins free. I don't know. I think saying you want someone else to run um, in terms of policy, yeah, like, obviously. But I think people just go, nah, he's too old. It's, it's just so annoying. Well, I do think like the age feeds into a type of worldview, which I think is slightly outdated in some ways. Like, some of the things he was, like, it's it, there's there's two elements of it, isn't there? He has a lot of experience in politics yeah. because he's so old. He was there voting for Jim Crow laws yeah. and those horrible racist policies. And now the fact that he's come round to the idea, oh, wait a minute, that was terrible, shows development and growth. Yeah. And he's had to slowly be brought along with progress in American society but also because his foundational moments were in the 50s his views on cultural issues yeah. are very different to ours like he's pro people getting the right to an abortion but I don't think in his personal life he is pro-abortion because he's, he's very Catholic. Catholic so he's not actually pro-abortion but he's he supports people's right to get an abortion because he believes society should be secular but in his personal view he's anti-abortion but is that does that not does that not 
reflect like more well on him because he's saying that like I think that Biden's the only candidate the Democrats can. I don't know. I just, I just, yeah. This is what I'm saying. He's, like, I think he's the only one that's actually likely to win. So people just saying, oh, he's he's too old. It's just kind he of represents, annoying me. He represents the America that everyone wanted. Like, yeah. he is the Obama America. He literally was the vice president. And I, I don't agree with the argument that he's too old because there's a reason we have a vice president. If he really is incapable, then he'll step down. I also yeah. do think that showing his like growth and everything from voting for Jim Crow laws to turning around and then being supportive of gay people, um, which of course like Jim Crow laws were to do with like race and racism. Um, I don't think his age is the factor that should be considered. I think he is the only person in the Democratic Party, other than maybe Amy Amy Klobuchar. I don't think Warren could get it at all. I don't, I I agree. And following on from that point, he did run on a more revolutionary campaign he said 15 dollar minimum wage he said cancelling student loan debt all of these things didn't happen didn't happen he literally ran on the campaign of stopping the deportations and the kids getting separate from their parents on the border and it didn't happen this is the thing this is the annoying bit is that he made these promises and then he's broken them and in the democracy it just looks like America the system of representation we're supposed to have is that if these people don't do what they promise us we vote them out but in America obviously we can't vote them anyway but let's say we could there is two options and it's either Biden again even though he broke the promises he made to us or fucking Trump and it's obviously going to be Biden over Trump obviously any day of the week but he still should have to take accountability for the fact that he's broken promises he made to us and he's tried to do lots of things and there's some things that to be completely honest are out of his control like he tried to use an executive order to cancel student loan debt because he would not be able to get it through Congress which is the that's the fault of Republicans that's mm. not on him that's the way the American system works but there are stuff there is stuff that is on him for example his foreign policy he has presidents have quite a lot of executive authority over foreign policy decisions he's made quite a lot of them that's on him the drilling on American soil even though he promised that wouldn't happen is on him and there is no way that voters in a Democratic Party can hold him to account without a primary and there won't be one because he's going to run. He's going to win the the. Marianne Williams. Unless Marianne Williams <laughs> comes through and takes the nomination. She summons a hurricane with her mind and her crystal ball. For and people that don't know, Marianne Williamson was Oprah's psychic, <laughs> and she's a billionaire and she is an icon in my opinion. <laughs> she's an icon. She literally. Uh, one of my favourite remains an icon. They put her on the stage alongside like Buttigieg, uh, Warren. Klobuchar and Biden um, in the debates in the primary and when everyone was like looking at the camera like all like fierce and everything she basically just like goes like looks at the camera and is like Donald Trump you use hate you manifest hate uh, and on that battlefield I will meet you with love and, <laughs> and, and commander sir love will win and I was just like you know what you are serving like that is a say give her the chair I respect, I respect can that. I can I clarify right I don't think that his age is a big thing and I don't think it's the reason why he shouldn't run but I just think it's feeds in like a wider point that the wider point that I'm trying to make is that it feeds into the fact that because he's old not that he's incompetent I don't think that yeah. his age means he's incompetent I just mean that him being like there's this view that a president can only be president in America because they have all these years of experience they're a man they're like yeah, why yeah. you know like it's that that I have a problem with, and I don't. I do think that he is the only right candidate at like this right now, yeah. but I think in the future, like the next campaign, it needs to be someone that runs as a Democrat rather than running as someone who's trying to beat yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. Like even what the Guardian called him Trump Slayer. Like Sorry. this election is just <laughs> like they did. They, they, they called him like the Trump. Like this election is just every election seems to be going in the direction of just yeah. keep Trump out, exactly. and he will yeah. never rest. Yeah. So the culture needs to and change. The thing is, like, I completely support keeping Trump out, but also, like, can we do more? Yeah, but that, yeah. that also isn't what an election. The fact that elections yeah. have been defined by right. the fact that we need to just keep Trump should like he 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 shouldn't matter in this as much. Like, obviously, but we need does. to beat him. He does. Of course, he matters. We yeah. have to beat him, but also we have to like push America in a better direction than it's in at the moment. And Biden is doing that. But I also think it's time for someone else. But he is running and he will probably be the candidate. So that's that's just the facts of it. If I was Biden, I would set up an entirely new like branch of government and I would fund it. And what would happen is I'd build another White House (laughs) and I'd fund a lot of actors and I would buy Tucker Carlson and (laughs) I would I would put Trump in a Truman Show situation. (laughs) (laughs) And that would be the problem solved. 
that I think they should do that. A fun little I think social he experiment. Needs to be his chief of staff, like right, or right like now. just the just like the director. Someone <laughs> needs to like introduce Trump to The Sims or something, just to like just so <laughs> he, he can <laughs> control his own little world and just leave he us would, be. He would love that. That would be if we put Trump in like a Truman Show thing. I really want to be able to like control the weather, so that whenever he goes mm. like outside, I want to like hit him with such a blast of air that his like, <laughs> wig just goes like Whoop! flies off that would be funny um right the other story today is diane abbott uh was i've put it in my it says diana abbott which is wrong uh diana uh, so she has been um, kicked out of the labor party for a letter published in the observer on sunday uh the in the letter uh, abbott suggested that jewish irish and traveler people were not subject to racism quote all their lives um, prompting Keir Starmer to yeah. withdraw the rip. Uh, Abbott was the shadow chancellor under Corbyn. She's had a long history inside the Labour Party in yeah. like shadow cabinet roles. Uh, um, Starmer has removed the whip, calling her comments outright anti-Semitic, which is the first time he has directly called a member of the Labour Party anti-Semitic. Yeah, because she said that uh, Jewish, Irish and traveller people don't um, aren't subject to racism, they're subject to prejudice, which is different, and then went on to list all these examples of racism so like apartheid in south africa and stuff and and it's it's so bizarre to me that she goes oh they don't have racism because i'm going to list examples of racism that didn't involve these races it's like what and it's a very uh, we'll come to it in a minute it's a very very old-fashioned view of racism and it's yeah. a very kind of biological understanding of racism which we now know race is socially constructed and we'll talk about that again in a minute um but uh, this this whole saga comes after um, obviously there was a massive anti-Semitism issue inside Corbyn's Labour Party to the point where Corbyn was now being kicked out of the Labour Party after a report found that that anti-Semitism and claims that uh, of anti-Semitism went right to the top of the party, which we discussed in a previous episode. If you wanted to listen to that, in Abbott's uh, Abbott defended herself by saying the letter was an initial draft, which was so silly. Also, uh, yeah. allegedly on that on that point, actually, it came out last night that she sent two ba- two letters yeah. basically of the exact she? same hours apart. So first draft, my ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the observer the published it anyway. Um, and yeah, so on, on races that socially constructed, uh, over 100 years ago, W.E.B. Dubois was concerned that race was being used as a biological explanation for what he understood to be social and cultural differences between people and different populations of people. He spoke out against the idea of white and black as discrete groups, claiming that these distinctions ignored the scope of human diversity. Uh, what the study of complete genomes from different parts of the world has shown is that even between Africa and Europe, for example, there is not a single absolute genetic difference, meaning no single variant where all Africans have one variant and all Europeans have another one, even when recent migration is disregarded. Um, So the point of that is that there is not one single biological feature which separates all black people from all white people. Race, as we understand it, is constructed. We generate what race is. Yeah, it's a very old-fashioned view of like, oh, the, the different shades of your skin determine like whether you exactly witness and then, you have so race. The, the darker you are, the more race you Can I just say, race doesn't actually exist. There's no such no, thing no, as race. What, like yeah. it, like you know, I feel really like sad that the whole Diane Abbott thing has happened because it's like she was a first black woman yeah. MP and like she did speak a lot about race and like racial equality and she did fight a lot for it. She's the most like everyone knows she's the most abused She's MP the like abused MP and the fact yeah. that yeah. this has been her like downfall and this is what caused yeah. it like I just think come on you could have done better she like you've been in parliament yeah anything mm. yeah like this this wasn't a necessary uh, letter completely this out of nowhere. Out I will say not in defense of Diane Abbott but the experience of racism will be wholly different because of the color of her skin than it will be if you're Irish if you're Jewish if you're a yeah. traveler or whatever yeah. and I think that was her point but she didn't need to say yeah, that and to get bogged down in the issue of of <laughs> anti-semitism to even get even get close to it i just think is a huge it just shows a complete lack of kind of aware and also like empathy yeah it's, it's like she's just it's just stupid like the the labor party is embroiled is that mm. the right word embroiled well, yeah in anti-semitism they just, they just kind of like, got out of it they, yeah and, and then, then she's like actually right let me just say it. something and, yeah. and like just on the on the on the point about uh, racism against jewish people because it's not about the religion no. of judaism yeah it's, it's it's a racist belief if, in and that's why uh they if were during the genocided. holocaust someone jewish went actually i'm an atheist they're not going to let them off exactly like, it's, that's not, not, it's the not a religious thing they just converted to yeah. nazism they're not going to suddenly no. it's, it's because it's the racist element of categorizing jews yeah as an ethnic group it's conspiratorial and is based on ethnicity groups. exactly it's, it's, and that's why yeah. which are constructed that yeah. 
the other groups that she mentions, Roma people, gypsies, travellers, Irish, they're included in this discussion because the front page of every paper that, or the BBC breaking news alert that you received on your phone, like it was just like, oh, Diane Abbott's being anti-Semitic. And it's like, but what about these other groups? And I think it's the crux of the argument that she's trying to make that she just shouldn't have because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like that Monty Python sketch, isn't it? Like, oh, you had a box to grow up in as a kid. I didn't have a box. Yeah. I was in the middle of the road. And it's just yeah, like, just and it's like also this like <laughs> my one of my friends from school would always use the term oppression Olympics whenever we talk yeah. about, <laughs> that's good, about that's good. and I literally just reference it every time now because it's like whenever people talk about race, it's not a thing yeah. of mm. it being an Olympics of who has gone through the most. If anything, like come on, we minorities need to stick yeah. together and like as, sh- as shit as it sounds so that like it, a lot of it is us that has to do the work um yeah it, it, yeah it's, like, it's just competition um, yeah. and, and I, it's like why yeah which is why it makes me sad because it's like i i don't want to say i understand her point because i don't understand her point i understand <laughs> maybe like i don't want to speak for her i don't want to say like something what, i don't believe in <laughs> it's, it's what bailey said it's about that every group every minority group that has experienced some form of racism they deserve their mm. own mm acknowledgement and it shouldn't be one over the yeah. other and it just really and upsets me that, like she did that for no reason i don't understand really yeah. what the letter was yeah. for but also was just... she she almost apologized for it like before the letter the, the amount of time between mm. the letter coming out and her apology <laughs> was so fast exactly. she must have been drafting that apology before yeah. she said out the she, letter she like, knew this was gonna yeah. go down badly she's like a so, diane then why did she, she press it fucking write it you didn't need to do oh. no one was asking for it no. and also i think what this kind how of, long till she blames someone else is the what point, i'm saying she probably already has the <laughs> she point this endorses this endorses herself from herself. Yeah, she's like, I <laughs> she's just, like, Diane Abbott does not support yeah. Diane Abbott. <laughs> I disassociate myself from my words. Bitch <laughs> out! <laughs> no, the the thing that we're touching on here, Me I think we, we talked about this before in the um, in the Women's Day episode uh, about kind of intersectionality and layers of oppression and that different groups experience oppression differently. That's I think. That's probably the point she's trying to make. She's made it in a fucking shockingly bad way and a really racist and anti-Semitic way. Diane, listen to our pod, like, (laughs) honestly. Um, But they're, like, so that's intersectionality. So I was just going to say, if you want to talk about it, listen to our conversation on that. That's, we talked about that in the previous episode. is titled International Women's Slay. It is. That is the episode title. So, yeah. Um, Right. That's the end of this section of the show. When we come back, uh, we're going to discuss our favourite plank of wood, Dominic Rob. Welcome back to Any Politics. Uh, we have some really sad news today. Uh, thank you all for being here. Uh, in tough times like these, it's really important that we rally together. It's love and kindness that bind us. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Dominic Raab has resigned as Deputy PM and Justice Secretary over bullying claims. Mr Raab, much like the bricks at his karate dojo, has been chopped. He was known for his consistency, <laughs> having the... Having <laughs> Having the same pret lunch every day, with extra tomatoes to throw at his civil servants. Rob was also known universally as a kind and thoughtful soul. He described food bank users as taking advantage of the free food. A real man of the people. <laughs> We've all been there. Everyone has pretended to be Christian to get free waffles outside the library. He was also a leader. When he argued food bank users are not languishing in poverty, he led by example by languishing at the bottom of the conservative talent pool. He also stood for the marginalised, shining a very dim light on the raw deal men get within society. Despite all this political talent, he failed to get into number 10 harder than Adam failed his law exam. (laughs) He was always there when the nation needed him most. When Johnson was dying, Raab tried to kill everyone's grands out of respect. He rose to this challenge like Diane Abbott to a history exam. As we draw this obituary to a close, much like the sea definitely was, we remember Mr. Rob. Though he is no longer part of our government, he'll always be part of the government of our hearts, <laughs> hanging around like a plank of wood in a skip. He and his forehead vein will be greatly missed. Rob, Rob men. men. <laughs> <laughs> so um, funny. So, uh, welcome back. <laughs> Dominic Rob has resigned as... Oh, Emily's still walking back. Um, right. <gasps> Can we just say 
We were really fucking happy with that. Yeah, we're, we're very proud of that the, There's a There's a visual um, on our, yes, Instagram, go to our Instagram, Twitter. We've, it'll be uh, everywhere. We've posted a visual to that. Yeah, so um, we're... Thank you for here to, here to more than past. Well done. Yeah. That was that took Dominic me by Rob. surprise. Um, um. So uh, Dominic Robb has resigned <laughs> as deputy PM and justice secretary of bullying claims. Uh, he said he would resign if these claims were proven uh, to be true, but he is still denying these claims. He wrote a resignation letter and then an article in the Telegraph, which is the the queen bitchiest response of getting fired and then going, actually, yeah. this is really stupid that I got fired in the Telegraph. Also, um, we refuse to reactivate our Telegraph account, so we actually have not read. We the have letter. not read it because also, yeah anger with the telegraph the telegraph very much on our list of beefs um <laughs> so yeah um you also like just fuck dominic rob in general uh, all this came to out due to the report written by adam trolley uh, tolly added by adam tolly <laughs> which uh, <laughs> uh, by adam tolly which cleared him shouting and swearing at staff and he didn't use physical gestures. He didn't use physical, he gestures. Didn't use physical there gestures. There we go. What a nice um, man. So two there was the a report that had to check whether he had used physical gestures yeah. against his staff. Exactly. It's absolute fucking shit show. Um, Carry on. Two out of the eight bullying complaints were upheld. Uh, said his work. That's only a quarter of the bullying <laughs> complaints. <laughs> only said. a quarter. But they I were upheld. <laughs> don't, because I'm going to start shrieking in anger. Like, honestly, um, I can't. The report said his working style was inquisitorial, direct, impatient, and fastidious, which is a very nice way of saying kind of a bitchy asshole. Like it's just you know if He's you impatient. are if you are impatient and direct, it just means you're a cunt, doesn't it? That's what that <laughs> means, all right? Um, while he was foreign secretary, he was found to have acted in a way which was intimidating in the sense of an unreasonably and persistently aggressive conduct in the in the context of a work meeting. His conduct also involved an abuse or misuse of power in a way that undermines or humiliates. Uh, all of this isn't news. Uh, Rob has had bullying claims for a long time. We discussed it in one of our first episodes when it was a live show back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but the report has just been published and, and subsequently his results. He, I think I would I would brandish him as the angriest man in politics. Like, he is just angry all the time. Mm. Why, though? Why do you think? Do you think there's something going on in his personal life? I think life? he's a very he's sad, shallow <laughs> man. And it's just like there's nothing and going like, on there. And, like, he does all this martial arts. He does boxing. And I think, like... It's clearly the anger management is not it's working. It's not working, no, it takes that on everyone else. Um, he believes he was forced out by civil servants who opposed Brexit and his attempts at, to fight human right reform. Uh, Dom said he felt like he left <laughs> with his integrity intact, which, sure. Um, he said... In comparison to, like, side note, all these people... It's not really a side note, I don't know why I said that. You can cut this out if you want. But they always seem to say that they leave with integrity. Yeah, you can't, you can't answer that question yourself. You know, you have to have someone else yeah. say that you've yeah, left yeah, with yeah. integrity. Boris Johnson saying, oh, I left with my what integrity. What is integrity intact. anymore? Because uh, I feel like running naked down the parade is probably more, in, has more integrity, integrity than, than most of these yeah, people. Yeah, you're probably not wrong there. Uh, he said that I think it was my persistence and perseverance which ultimately precipitated these claims. Uh, Apparently he thought that the top civil servants were plotting against him. Yeah. yeah. How like, Games of Thronesy, like and Jacob Rees-Mogg, the MP for this constituency, so uh, branded the report a blizzard of snowflakes, which Emily pointed out yesterday. Can you have a blizzard of anything that isn't snowflakes? Because a blizzard is snowflakes, uh, and it all comes out when there is talk of the government planning to politicise the civil servant, so possibly yeah, the civil servants, civil service. Uh, right. So on Dominic Raab, just if you guys you don't know who he is and why we hate him so much on this podcast, uh, as a podcast run by feminists, he would call us obnoxious bigots. And he said that men have been drawn a raw deal. Uh, and when he was asked if he was a feminist, he said, probably not. It's so funny. Um, so I'm going to use that just all the time. Like anyone asks me anything, I'm just going to be like, in the words of Dominic Raab, probably not. Probably not. Uh, so some things not to forget about Dominic Raab. He is a black belt in karate. Which so is don't get too a close. A huge red flag. Um, uh, he ran to be PM, but didn't get so funny. Uh, 33 so MPs support. So funny that he thought he was, ugh, I don't know. I, I don't just know. thought he could run, for, he, could, he could win that see uh, that job uh, supported Boris Johnson was they de- then made deputy prime minister and foreign secretary when Boris Johnson was in hospital and COVID he was put in charge he so was funny. the prime minister for like a day yeah because Boris Boris was um, in hospital and we don't actually know how bad it was or whether that was all mm. a lie but that's just my hot take and but um, the powers were given to Rob yeah, for that period of time and there was a point where we were being told that Boris definitely wasn't dying but if he did die then Dominic Raab would be prime minister and I was like what is going on yeah, here yeah somehow that's worse than Boris Johnson I don't know how that makes any sense uh, he didn't like footballers taking the knee uh, saying he would only take the knee for the Queen and his wife when he proposed to her 
as so we said now before, I guess it's only his wife only, who gets the honor of the knee because exactly, no, the, the queen is gone. Is dead, yeah. Does, would he take the knee for the king? You also know he has Velcro shoes, so he never has to do his laces up, so he can never kneel for anyone. Oh um, yeah, how's he doing? It? Do you think he's just like really flexible? He probably gets like a civil servant to do his laces up for him, and he throws tomatoes at them oh. if they don't. Uh, his former diary uh, sec said that he had the same prep lunch every day, and there was an allegation that which has not been upheld fair. in the um, which has not been held up in the in the report. Which, which, which he had sandwich thrown, do you um, think he's having? I don't think it's a sandwich. I think it's a salad. One of those little oh. like little boxes. Mm, uh, but he th- apparently threw tomatoes at civil servants when they don't doing what he wanted. But that has not been upheld, so that's still an allegation. Uh, and he's uh, famously he said the sea was closed when he was on a, it was on yeah, a holiday, he was on holiday, and some foreign stuff happened for the foreign secretary to do. I think it was the Afghanistan yeah. withdrawal, yeah. Uh, and he said the sea was closed, so he wasn't in the yeah because he was on holiday, the and they said why didn't you come back to deal with it because you're foreign secretary. Um, there were reports that you were paddle boarding in the sea, and he goes, oh well, um, I didn't come back, but also but, uh, because um, I don't know, but um, the report saying I was in the sea is wrong because the sea was actually closed, and you're like. Right, Famously, okay. The sea, the sea is easily closable. You know, when, when, so when someone says the sea is closed, we've you, all been you, there. You can't go in the sea, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. And then, of course, you know, well, a wonderful man of the people. Uh, a typical, he said, a typical food bank user is not someone languishing in poverty, but someone who has cash flow issues. Uh, so languishing means that they're not stuck there. He's basically saying that people are we choosing to, to remain in poverty, uh, to, so they're <laughs> staying there uh, to sit down there and just be. They enjoy being in poverty. Yeah. They enjoy using food banks. They're, they're like yeah, that, that common conservative argument of they are just taking advantage of the state and yeah. the resources given to the state. So good fucking riddance. You can fuck off, mate. You're a, you're a complete twat. Um, I remember when I first saw you on the Andrew Marr show on a Sunday while you were Brexit Secretary, I thought this guy is a piece of shit and he'll probably end up being Prime Minister. And looks like that is not going to happen. So that is excellent news. Uh, he just robs me up the wrong way. <laughs> How long were you waiting to say uh, that? <laughs> Damn. Um, any takes on Dominic Raab being kicked did out? See, did you say damn? Don't you mean damn? Samaya, what do you think? I second everything you say. You said. Um, you sawed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about um, Rishi Sunak's role in everything. Like, he said that um, he, when like Dominic Raab was resigning, he basically told... Dominic Raab, that his resignation should not make us forget his record of delivery in both this government and previous administrations. And I just think that's so funny. Like, mm. what did he deliver in, well, like, exactly. pre- what, 100,000 <laughs> deaths? Is that <laughs> what he delivered? Yeah. Like, uh, Well, uh, no, what he did try to deliver, he tried to do the Bill of Rights, we talked about this before, yeah. where there was a bit of a controversy because they were not going to put abortion rights in there, but they eventually did. He's trying to take the, um, at the moment, our rights are upheld technically by the Human Rights Act, uh, but he was trying to take the away from the Human Rights Act and put a Bill of Rights, which would be entrenched into our constitution, which would fundamentally change how our constitution works because of the nature of it being parliament parliamentary sovereignty and all this wonky shit about Westminster. But that was his big policy proposal, was to a kind of a Bill of Rights focused around free speech. And if you are someone who believes free speech is the most important thing, that is a massive, massive red flag, because that is basically you're, you're trying to say, I want to be able to say whatever the fuck I want without any consequences, because we yeah. have freedom of speech and we're using our freedom of speech right now to say fuck you, Dominic Raab. And that's yeah. a proof point Tee-hee. of that issue. So yeah. <laughs> XX. Um, I don't know. There's no, not much well. else to add here. He's yeah, other than that, he's just a prick yeah, and good prick. riddance. And that um, he looks like a plank of wood. He does. <laughs> he's the of wood. He looks like a B Tech Superman. Did you see he changed his uh, Twitter bio like almost immediately? Like boxing fan. Now, yeah, it? it's, like, it's like dad of two boxing fans. Mm. Like, okay, Dom. Yeah, so just in general, Dominic Raab can fuck off. So uh, who's he been uh, replaced with? Uh, as Deputy PM Oliver Dowden, yeah. he's been kind of chilling in the party for a I long was, time. I was saying to you in Sainsbury's, I don't know why that was a relevant um, piece of information, but just so the listeners can visualise. Imagine uh, big we Sainsbury's, Green Park Sainsbury's. We were in the, we're frozen, in the bit. frozen bit. I said that my favourite part, uh, my favourite thing about Oliver Dowden would be when he did the daily briefings, because I just knew that it was a complete waste of my time. But did I still watch... Yes. yes, added some structure to my day. And then they'd be asking him things like about vaccines or care homes. And he was just there like, I'm in charge of digital media <laughs> and sport. I don't know. Yes. Very low tier minister. He looks like Boris Johnson if he was like pruned. 
<laughs> Oliver Dowden, this is. Uh, I just think like if you put him in like a like a a wrinkling thing, that's what Oliver Dowden looks like. I don't know, just like Oliver like Dowden's a, a not slightly wrinkly. like a slightly shrunken. Samaria is now visual aiding Oliver Dowden <laughs> to us. Uh, like he looks like a shrunken. He looks like Boris uh, Johnson's younger brother. Yeah, but like if he somehow I... looks like less less genetically. I think he looks a bit somewhere. like Keir Starmer and Boris Johnson Ooh, in one. Their love poor. child. Unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? Like his face is kind of angular, like yeah. Keir Starmer. Yeah. Um, Didn't mean to bring his name into the <laughs> joke. <though. laughs> um, um. <laughs> you said earlier that in Westminster he's known as Olive. He's known as Olive. Which is quite Westminster. sweet. It's really sweet, but also he's like he's not as sweet. Do you man. think he's he's? he's the I think he's an ass Olive case, branch that the but. Conservatives are putting out. Yeah, maybe Olive Branch. The, I don't know. Is that what they call his part of government now instead of the executive branch? I thought branch, you were going to say something branch, else. Um, it's his Olive Branch. Okay, right. Um, <laughs> with that, uh, my dad is now going to read a poem about narcissism. So you're yeah, have we've a got a dadvert. We've got a dadvert. So coming in Woo-hoo! hot right now will be my dad. Hi, everyone. This is absolutely 100% not Adam. It's Adam's dad. I'm going to plunge in a second straight into the narcissist prayer because we definitely need to talk about what happened to Mr. Dominic Raab last week and just generally some of the charlatans that are currently our leadership. And I think the neuro, the um, narcissist prayer really kind of helps with that. But I just wanted to give you a bit of a thing to think about because Adam, um, you may have guessed, is a bit p- a passionate about politics. And as his dad... I'm enormously passionate about neuroscience. I'm a bit of a biology and neuroscience nerd. And Adam's always telling me, it's all politics, Dad. And I'm always saying, it's all neuroscience, Adam. The brain builds the mind. Everything humans do is built from the brain and mind. So neuroscience must trump politics. What do you think? Is it all neuroscience or is it all politics? Anyway, enough of that. I need to get on with it because I can hear Adam having a go at me already. So, the wonderful, fantastic Narcissist's Prayer by Sapira McKenna. You can find it on the internet if you just put in the Narcissist's Prayer. So think about, about Dominic Raab, Boris Johnson, Donald Trump. Think about your particularly horrendous politician of choice as you listen to the Narcissist's Prayer. I think it's fantastic. The Narcissist's Prayer. That didn't happen. And if it did, it wasn't that bad. And if it was, that's not a big deal. And if it is, that's not my fault. And if it was, I didn't mean it. And if I did, you deserved it. There he is. Uh, Thanks, Dad, for that. Enjoyed that. Um, Yeah, so when we come back, we're going to play a great game about the another twat who's been kicked (laughs) out of power, uh, Tucker Carlson in the US. Uh, So join us after the break. Hello, welcome to Any Politics. Samaya, you're back. I'm better than ever. Hell um, yeah. <clears throat> what have you got for us today? Well, it's been a hiatus from me. Um, I had a Ooh. few games planned, but unfortunately they didn't work out. We will play that massive um, Weakest Link game yeah. at some point. We're just trying to get everyone together. It's quite hard because everyone's got exams and dissertations due, so we'll together, work it out. Together, everyone, together. Adam's not seen High School Musical. I have seen it. I'm the sure. first one. No, I haven't. No, seen I was one. I was singing from the first one. Right, actually. I don't know. But okay. right. <laughs> ladies and gents, calm down. I know you're excited. Um, the game today is called Tut Tut Tucker. Hey, that is good. That's good. Well done. I tried. I'm not good at. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. Huge fan. Creative, but anyways. So Tucker Carlson, we'll talk about him for a brief. Yeah, give us second. give us the brief. Sexy boots. Um, but he is basically a news reporter. Is that mm, news in uh, heavy quotation marks? A news. <laughs> news it, in the same Fox? way that uh, dog shit is edible. Yeah, so he's a U.S. Um, Fox host, um, and he's basically like a right-wing white supremacist. Yeah. Borderline fascist. I don't know. Borderline. He's a fascist. Like misogynist. <laughs> he's just everything you love to racist, see. Racist. <laughs> like all the is in one. He gives big incel. Um, and that's, uh, yeah, not even an exaggeration. He's a crazy guy. But he, um, crazy. he's is, a crazy guy. <laughs> crazy, very literally crazy. Like actually mad. The fact that he lasted so long on Fox News isn't yeah, surprising, yeah. but it's also like. Shocking. 
Shocking. And it, it's, should be shocking. it gives me hope for my future employment. <laughs> <laughs> if he, he was, has that job, anyone can make it anywhere. Yeah. Um, so he was um, fired from Fox News um, recently mm. for basically all of his bad deeds caught up to him, I'm guessing. I think um, it's because basically they, they had a big settlement with a um, voting uh, software company. And basically they've been defaming this company, saying that uh, Joe Biden didn't win the election. And they, um, they've been saying things about this. A voting company called Dominion, and they've been saying and just been lying, like he's literally, lying about yeah. It. And basically, uh, they had to settle with over seven hundred million pounds in a settlement deal to this company. So it's a like basically massive, massive amount of money. Mm. And I think that one of the main culprits of um, of these lies that they were spreading about this company uh, was Tucker Carlson. And they haven't said in the statement uh, that this is why he's been fired, but apparently Rupert Murdoch, the owner of Fox News and News Corp, the company that owns the Times and the Telegraph in the UK as well, uh, personally was annoyed at Tucker Carlson for these conspiracy theories and blames him for having to go through that settlement. So that's why he was fired. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, thanks, it wasn't thanks. a planned thing. Yeah, so Crazy. now now his now his crimes and misdeeds have caught up to him. Um we have this game. Woo. Tut tut tucker. He's yeah. been a very naughty boy. Naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so aim of the game, I'm just gonna it's gonna be a bunch of his hot takes that he said over the years and you will have to guess. Fantastic. Do we or just do we answer say our the question? Or like are you going round in a circle? Or how does this work? Every week I say to myself, I'm going to figure out a system <laughs> of working these games, but it just never happens. Um, I'll just go around and ask everyone for their answer. Lovely. Okay. Yay. Question one. During a debate about Ivanka Trump, Ooh. Carlson told T- eight, the Teen Vogue writer who criticized Ivanka to stick to A, talking about thigh-high boots, B, grabbing coffee for her bosses, oh. or C, writing uninteresting articles. Oh, okay. It's definitely one of the sexist ones. I think it's, I think it's <laughs> the thigh high, high boots. boots. I think it's because he had. No, he's I think it's getting boots. coffee. It's getting coffee. It's getting coffee. He's like that's his level of sexist. Ivanka Trump is uh, is Trump's daughter, as well. I think it's gonna say thigh high boots. I think thigh high boots. No, it's getting coffee. He, he loves boots. Like it's the it's the thigh high boots. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Question two. Clearly, Carson needs to go back to school. But which of the following did he ask for a definition of? Racism, <laughs> white supremacy, or diversity? White supremacy. I think diversity. I think he might have asked for all of them, but I think it's white supremacy. Um, if, if you're going like, what is white it? supremacy, you're going diversity. I'll go racism just to add a bit of... It was white supremacy. Well done. But fun fact, he actually did say he just really hates diversity. So just yeah, check no. that in there. What, what does he have against that dance group from Britain's Got Talent? <laughs> Ashley Banjo from He literally crying. said, <laughs> he literally said immigrants are making America dirtier. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And he basically literally said that, so he basically just asked what even is white supremacy and that the mm. um, it doesn't even exist. Yeah. It's a hoax. After the Texas shooting, where the guy clearly called himself a white, white supremacist. supremacist, he basically said that he was brainwashed into brain, thinking yeah. that he was a white supremacist. Yeah, the woke got to the white yeah. supremacist and made him... Uh, he's a fucking nutter. Like he's oh. Yeah. Oh, and apparently that hoax also exists in Russia, and that white supremacy doesn't exist in oh, Russia as course. well. So yeah, you of know. course. Like, um, yeah. Next question. Now, in the resort, of, in the last resort of any debate, when we know we're about to lose, we'd give up, right? <laughs> Tucker Carlson doesn't. Instead, he tells you to go fuck yourself. Who off air did he tell to go fuck themselves after losing the debate? <laughs> a, a politician. B, a cleaner. Or C, a historian. Historian. <laughs> yeah, historian. <laughs> Definitely a historian. I the historian's like, oh, yeah, so like this happened. And he's like, no, it didn't go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was a historian. A story, yeah. His name was Ruth. Sigur Brugman, and he didn't like the way he spoke about taxes, so he just wanted to go fuck himself. <laughs> 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 to be fair, if you're going to tell anyone to go fuck themselves over anything, I think taxes is the way to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who VAT, run- <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Who runs the world? Girls. Clearly not women. <laughs> 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 because Carson says that women are a bunch of things. Oh, I'm going to tell you a few things and you're going to tell me what he has not called women. Okay. That makes sense? Okay. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. He hasn't called women. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. right. Vermin. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. God. Right. 
dogs. Oh, <laughs> and basic. Basic. I'm gonna say, I think it's a trick question. I think it's called all of them. I think he said all of them. I, I, I right. For my own sanity, <laughs> I am terrified of dogs. If I then find out that I am one, like I'm not going to be able to cope. So I'm hoping he didn't say that women are dogs. Okay. Bailey, what's your vote? Um, I'm, what, was, what were the options again? There's vermin dogs and... Basic. I'm going to say basic because he, he gives Regina George. He's <laughs> like, your thigh high boots are shit. Your frumpy shoes, you're basic. Like I, I No, but we're saying what did he not call them? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think vermin's just a bit mean. <laughs> Dogs and bait. I don't think mean. I I think it's all of them. I think so all of them, didn't he? Um fun fact, I've lost the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, found it. I've lost um, the plot. He actually didn't call women vermin, which, you oh, know, okay. so I'm a dog. I mean, he Publicly. may he may have said He definitely that, says apparently. that in the back. But yeah, women, he called women dogs on like this um, show that he had like in the early 2000s. Um, and oh, he wow. also called women basic just for the sake of it. And like at, the time, at the time that he called women basic, he did also like say that um, rape cases like are just like people care too much about rape. And that, oh. like, women are too basic and primitive. He loves using the word primitive, so. Yeah. You know you know all the views that, like, like you think that no one thinks anymore? Yeah. He just has all of them. <laughs> he's, co- yeah. he's collected the infinity stones of the worst views anyone could ever have. That is a and Marvel now, film I'd like to see. He's now the biggest <laughs> cunt in the world. Forget Ant-Man. Just this awful man going around the world. Awful man collecting, collecting racist views. <laughs> I am now a racist. I am now sexist. <laughs> just put on all these different hats. Um, Who would play that? Tucker Carlson. He's method. He's doing method. <laughs> Question five. <laughs> the scores on the doors are. There are doors? That's adorable. I've got a point just there as well. So I've got at least you two. You've got three, I think. Oh, I've got, I got, got two and you've got three as well. Have I? I don't no, know. No, yeah, Guys, don't worry. I'll, I'll make this more efficient next I'm time. Right. Emily's got two. I've got Yay. two. I'm just hung up on the fact that I am a dog. Okay, Madonna. And I am basic. <laughs> Um, okay, question five relating to women. Um, even more appalling Not to again. Tucker is the fact that women can do things. I know. What? Um, <laughs> How fucking dare they? <laughs> like shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> which, which of these things is he the most appalled about? Okay. Here we the go. fact that women can do maths. The fact that women can do science. <laughs> I'm appalled at that. Oh, the bad. fact <laughs> that women can do sport. Probably sport. I feel like he like is very good at sports. He's just jealous whenever anyone could like outrun him. I I think, I think science. I think it's all of them again. I really think he's like that's the kind of like I think it's all of them. No, a hundred percent. But like these are just the things that he said okay. publicly. Like did I'm you just convinced- say? Did you just say a number? Like you're not allowed to do maths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forgive me, Tucker Carlson. I'm in. What's Sorry. The most the most masculine of them is sport. So I'll say sport. I say masculine with quotes. Obviously, it's not. It's fucking stupid. But I'll say sport. Mm-hmm. I think. Bailey and Emily. I'm going I science. Emily, you are correct. Wow. <laughs> he was ranting, ranting. Rant. I never know how to say that. <laughs> ranting. Well, women should gracious. be allowed to speak. <laughs> he was ranting about the climate crisis, and basically, he was just so yeah. shocked that women could even post studies. To be fair, he, he, I was just going to say he needed to have one look at me around a Bunsen burner, and he'd be right. Women should not be doing science. <laughs> He basically said that women, like, could, he basically asked, like, could women's publish, could women publish, could what women publish be considered a scientific study? Oh, my Burn. God. Wow. <laughs> That's Jesus the most Christ. year five, like, insult. Like, is that even a scientific study? Not even science, study? you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> what a man. <laughs> okay. Um, world leaders, because this man loves talking about anything and everything. Mm. He also loves world leaders. It's got um, lots of takes, yeah. It should be no shock that him and Trump are besties. Mm. He called Donald Trump sensible and wise. So that's just setting the But there's also the, 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 the drama about this. In the Dominion, sorry, it's a slight tangent. In the in the Dominion uh, lawsuit, the text came out between Fox News hosts. Tucker actually fucking hates Trump in the text to his colleagues. Oh, and it's ooh, just he's the, a two-faced the, bitch. Yeah, of course he's a two-faced he bitch. He is Regina George. <laughs> Your thigh high boots look shit. When's he going to get hit by the bus? <laughs> Please, <laughs> well, as now. soon as possible. Um... Okay, well, fine. Clearly, they're not best friends, but they have been best friends yeah, yeah, on, for, on, for a on bit. Air they yeah, yeah, are, yeah. Absolutely. He's called uh, Donald Trump sensible and wise, so that just goes to show how he views um, the world. The world. Um, 
And so he has also made comments on what world leaders he doesn't think are that bad. Oh, here we go. Um, uh, guess, guess who? World leaders <laughs> slash um, like politicians, public figures. Yep. Um, which of the following does Tucker not endorse or has not publicly endorsed? Right. Okay. Kim Jong-un. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Kamala Harris. Kamala. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Current VP of the United States. And or Vladimir Putin. <laughs> But Kamala Harris. <laughs> it's Kamala Harris. It's Kamala. We've got two dictators uh, and the vice president. And a woman. <laughs> and a woman, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> a Democrat woman. She probably did science as well. God, he's struggling. Uh, all of your answers, Kamala. Come on, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. Yeah. We um, did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he apparently got into a rage after being rage. told how to pronounce her name he didn't like that he yeah, was told how yeah, to yeah, pronounce yeah. it I this. and um he defended vladimir putin saying that he wasn't so bad um right. and he also said <laughs> he also said sure. how do you define so bad <laughs> <laughs> he defended trump's meeting of kim jong-un and basically said that every world leader has to kill and so it's not that bad that trump had, had met Oh. The leader of North Korea. So you oh. know that just goes to show. He's a he's a he's a lovely man, isn't he? What a, what a, what a kind soul. <laughs> yeah. Okay. God damn. Him next, and Rob would get along. Next question is on immigration. Oh, fun. About he loves talking better. about immigration. He does. Which of the following takes did he not have on immigration? Okay. Immigration has made homelessness worse. Ilhan Omar, who, if you don't know, is a Muslim immigrant. Yeah, member of Congress. Um, Ilhan Omar is proof that immigration has made the US worse. Mm. Go back Tough. where you came from. That's what and that's immigration saying. has led to a filthy and dishonest media. Um, I think it's the first one. Because I think there could actually be a sensible argument there that like the lack of support for people that immigrate could end up homeless and could end up vulnerable but are we working out what he did or didn't say didn't say he didn't say so i think i'm gonna say the first one he definitely would have attacked it on omar he loves doing that because he's a fucking horrible person and on is just trying to do our job i think i remember that was the third one the third one was that immigration has led to a filthy and dishonest media uh that uh yeah i'm gonna go i i genuinely think all three again but i'm gonna say the first one isn't true i'm going second one you think ilhan oh isn't the comment Oh, I don't think he said the first one about the. Um, what has he not said, basically? Oh, yeah, no, I think he hasn't said the thing about immigration and homelessness. Well, he did. Yeah. And well. the context of that conversation wasn't very pleasant. He basically yeah. said, oh. Ilha- immigration is basic. Homelessness exists because people immigrate, kick mm-hmm. them out. We don't need immigrants. Oh. He's, um, just, he's just like, he's just the. It's awful. It's, it's awful yeah. views. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, he did say the Ilhan Omar comment and that she should basically just be forever in debt to the US from taking her yeah. in from oh, um, her refugee camp in Kenya and that Ilhan Omar has no right to basically talk about um, how broken the American system is. Um, is so that's fun. But he didn't say that il- immigration led to a f- has led to a filthy and dishonest media. He just wondered why we have such... A filthy and dishonest wow. media. Right. I mean, I don't know I mean, why. He's, I'd say he's the main culprit. I mean, <laughs> look in a mirror. <laughs> we found the answer, my friend. It's you. Okay. Impending doom Ooh. and conspiracy theories. Fun. He's made loads of comments on the impending doom that is going to face America, and he has a bunch of conspiracy theories. So my question to you is, which of these are not a conspiracy created by him or that he said? Okay. Right. Blaming wokeness on the spread of coronavirus. <laughs> um, <laughs> How do those two things relate in any way? That would be quite a fun game is trying to work out like how Tucker Carlson has gone from one thing Can, to the next. Does he have like, a flow chart for that? Because I want to know how critical race theory and wokeness lead to COVID. Yeah. Um, the Black Lives Matter movement is going to eventually come for all of us. Hopefully. And that it's going to be the US's demise. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah. I support this. <laughs> yeah, what's your problem, <laughs> And that the metric system of the US right. is 
a conspiracy in itself. The, met- f- the metric system is a conspiracy. Yeah, I- <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy let me let end. me ex- let me explain the last one more. That the that the reason why the US is so powerful is because of the metric system that only a select few countries in the world. So it's not use. because of colonialism or anything like that. It's because we decide things no, are. Americans use imperial, don't they? Yeah. Because so is he saying that they're weak? They're stronger because I'm not they saying use he's saying it. I'm saying it may or may not be said <sighs> that America is so powerful because of its metric system. Hashtag conspiracy. I think it's gonna be the last, the first one. Right, give us the briefs again. Which one? Which one? So wokeness is woke didn't cause COVID, but I think he's gonna. Be I like think he's gonna say it did yeah. though. I think that's a that's a that's like a tough call, o- so off the cuff right com- comment. Actually, that could be a Ron DeSantis quote though, because he loves saying woke. Ron DeSantis. Okay, I'm gonna say. That one's not. Is it not? not so it's wokeness, said. coronavirus, conspiracy. Um, BLM is gonna come for all of us mm. and kill America, right? Or that America is only so powerful and because it of its. He didn't say. Yeah, I because he, of the metric I system. I think he didn't say metric system. I don't think he said that woke and COVID are the same thing. I think that was someone else who said that. Okay, That's Bailey. The first, I think the COVID and woke. I think he'll say that like, oh, woke is making it seem like a big issue. They didn't make coronavirus, but they made the pandemic and lockdowns. Okay. Well, sorry, guys. That was a trick uh, question. He said all of them. Uh, <laughs> I knew that was a trick question. This whole time, so Adam's been good. It was, it was too wow. good. Yeah, so basically, um, in the early days of the coronavirus pandemic, um, he pointed the finger at China and said, brace yourselves, that everyone should have been more racist and maybe, just maybe, that it wouldn't have spread so fast. Wokeness wouldn't have what? <laughs> spread so fast. I don't know how that well, makes it, sense, but if we were more racist to China after right. the pandemic, yep. woke right. wouldn't exist mm-hmm. because bullying sure. matters and is necessary. I still need the flowchart. Because <laughs> that does not... Is, no. <laughs> yeah, um, apparently uh, the BLM movement is not about black lives and it's just about um, right. coming hey, for all of us. Destroying America. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. And... The US is stronger because it's one of the few nations on earth that doesn't use the simple and understandable way of measuring things. I don't know what that means. <laughs> They're all more intell- intellectual because they have to use a really complicated system for yeah. miles, yards, and Fahrenheit. Like that's that's why. Yeah. Jesus um, Christ. That was the game. Fantastic. It was phenomenal. There was are phenomenal. more takes. If, oh. if you guys want to hear. Let's have, but, let's have um, another bonus take. Let's have a bonus tuck take. Okay, fine. Um, True or false? Hmm. Actually, I have a bunch of takes here. I'm not going to tell you if Carson said it or didn't say yeah. it. Um, Iraqis are primitive monkeys. Ooh. Oh, he definitely said that. Did he mm. or did he not Jesus say that? Jesus Christ. Also, isn't it? Like, <laughs> this I, is so I, bad. I hope but, you yeah. listeners are just like listening to this and understanding how bad of a person yeah. he is. Like, yeah, like uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, did yeah, he, he say it? Was that. it another public figure in America? Well, what scares me, sorry, just to but like, he is uh, he well, he was on Fox News. He was the biggest cable yeah. host in the United States. People watch this and go, yeah, like it's actually is, just. This is why American politics is so fucked because this is their media ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. This is why Donald Trump Could seems like a reasonable Fiona candidate. Fiona Bruce coming on to <laughs> ten o'clock news <laughs> saying this It's absolute shit. Like this is the news as well. This uh, is like this is this is their news. Independent, like like, like there's no Clive Murray coming out with something is. sexist. Like it's, it just wouldn't. This is what they're trying to do with GB News, though. But yeah. the thing is, British people, we don't actually care that much. No, we're too like, busy complaining about yeah, the weather. Like, have you tried riling up British people? Like, if it's not because the sausage rolls at Greg's have run out, like they're not really going to care. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think. Or Wait, the egg the shortage. Sausage Greg's haven't run out, have they? Yeah, calm yourself. It's okay, I did my sauce on this morning. Vegans <laughs> are stocked. Phew, thank you very much. Anyway, back to yeah, this. Yeah, it's Sorry. true. It, is really, like, it really puts things in perspective that that is their media outlet and that mm. is a lot of what So did he or did he not call Iraqis primitive did, monkeys? Definitely did, 100%. Yeah, he did. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. Did he or did he not say that the total collapse of testosterone levels in American men is at an all-time high right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. And he, uh, uh, have you got his solution in there? No. Okay, it's, okay he did. <laughs> yes, he did. his solution is he thinks, it's so funny, because he's such a parody of a fucking, he's one of those, like, incel, like, Andrew Tate-type masculinities dying, so we must save it. He advocates for testicle tanning, where you tan your testicles to increase your testosterone output, because that is where testosterone comes from, apparently. So hell? he always says you could tan your testicles. <laughs> so men... <laughs> 
get those rays down there. Please do increase your testosterone levels to fight the shortage. Testosterone in America has collapsed, people. Breaking news. Um, and also, last, lastly, he said the desire to procreate has been sub uh, subverted by birth control and abortion. Was that or was that not him? That sounds like him. I mean, mm. that sounds like him, but it could be someone equally. This is like what pr Republicans say as well. So it could be yeah. Trump. It could be DeSantis. It could, it could be, be anyone. anyone in that orbit. It was him. Yeah, it was him. Yeah. 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 Um, thank you for, for coming thank you to for my thank I, game I, show. I, I felt I should apologize to you for having to look through those awful for, yeah, like, no, to find this, out that. This, I promise you, this is a fraction. This took me like yeah. 20 minutes to find because there is so much. Hmm. If you guys, listeners, want to go and, and read some more, I've just taken like the crux of it, but there yeah. is a lot. Like he's been around for a while and, and he's been is, doing a lot of damage. I tried been, to make exactly. this a joke, but it like it is it's, really it's, sad it's that joke. he is. And also like he wasn't fired for all of that. He was yeah, fired was, because he cost say. the network money yeah. in lying about Dominion, the voting systems yeah. company. And we don't know that's why he was mm -hmm. fired, but that's that's what the insider reporting seems to say. And it happened, his firing happened the week after the settlement was reached. The Republican conspiracy theories have already begun. People are saying it's like AOC, who's like done some damage to get him kicked out. Jesus and Christ. like, oh, it never stops. It's but a, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hope we can just laugh at his, yeah. his so stupidity instead of... We've said goodbye to two fucking arseholes today. <laughs> yeah. So like, just, yeah. Today has been the day of people leaving, like Diane Abbott, Dominic Raab, yeah. um, Tucker Carlson. Farewells. And me, this is my farewell. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's off. I'm being kicked off the pod. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Jakey, he, he, I will be here next week. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I'll so, be in cage, I feel. <laughs> plot twist, the winner of this game is everyone in this room and not Tucker Carlson or Dominic Raab or Diane Abbott. <laughs> That's a nice little message. Yeah. We're the winners. We're the, we're the winners we're, because we're, we can we spot Racism. <laughs> <laughs> we're just winners because we're not racist. The fact that life yeah, is stupid like, slow is fantastic. Yeah. Um, that's a low bar to end on, but like, you know what? <laughs> we'll take any wins we can get at this point. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening today. Thank you, Samir. For, You're welcome. For being so wonderful as always. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Adam. Um, and thank you, Bailey. Thank you. Um, and we will we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Only Politics. A little insight into my life. I am walking around the management building right now because I always forget to record these credit uh, kind of sections until I'm kind of editing the pod. So I'm currently in the management building walking around. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Only Politics is hosted by me, Adam Wright, and Emily Gray. Uh, the show is produced by me, uh, and Thomas Lowe is a contributor, and uh, Samaya Ali is the SA. Uh, today's guests included uh, Samaya Ali and Bailey. Any Politics is a university radio bath production.